This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the Link Up Podcast with your host, Mr. King and Kana. Well, go on, everybody. Yes, and today we have a very special guest in the building. Um, I don't know exactly the proper way to refer to this young man. I know him as Woods. <laughs> uh, uh, like, that's how I've been told. But yeah, Woods you know, is the name. This, I don't know this, if that's the official... This one, you know, one of the campus homies, one of the crew, one of the, you know, part of the crew and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to leave him introduce himself because I don't know if you want us to throw out his government because, you know, this might be online and them kind of ones. You know, my name is a little funny. Bye. Well, <laughs> first of all, they know me as A.K.A. Woods, A.K.A. Mr. Bazaar Mental, A.K.A. Oh, God. There's a lot of A.K.A.s. Why did you go down like Diddy, man? <laughs> but, but, but usually, they just call me Woods, or for, for the ladies, they call me Woodsy Pop. Uh, <laughs> okay, then. I ain't going to go into far more detail with that, but... Okay, then. <laughs> Well, um, sadly, we ain't got no ladies here. I mean, so I don't think there's a need to go too deep into that. Yeah, so. ladies, pop that. That really. That, oh God, woo, woo, You should never tell me that, boy. Wait till we go back Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, but yeah, you know, what? Explain to the people a little bit. What you doing? Where you from? Well, you want, how far back you want me to go? Oh God, oh because God. this story long. That I, I forget who it is I'm talking to. Um, mm. what, what? Why you come up here? For, okay, where you from? First of all. Uh, okay, so if you have to look at it, I was born in the Netherlands, but mm-hmm. I grew up in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, Aruba to be specific. Um, yeah. How Other long, than that. How long did you spend in Aruba? Well, uh, around like 17 years. At what age did you go to um, Aruba from the Netherlands? Um, I was four years old okay. when, I, when I dipped from Coal Island. No, cold, cold country. Cold country to a hot cold, island. And that's an oxymoron. No? And then, right. and then a, little, like, a cold island. A cold island. Well, um, I, I'm sure there's probably one or two cold islands out there. There's a lot yeah. of little small ja- islands. That I mean, you know. Japan I mean, is a cold island. I mean, when cold. An island is just a landmass. Surrounded by water, water, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't normally you don't normally correlate you don't normally like put Think of coal, coal and island, island together, you know. It's, yeah. it's not really something you hear the same. Outside sometimes. of the Caribbean. That's yeah, but you know, whenever you hear island, you normally think of like the Caribbean. That's true. Or maybe it's just me. I, I don't know. But anyway, you're from Aruba? Yeah, I grew up in Aruba. Um became a DJ around when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Before that, like my grandfather has a church. And I was I grew up around music a lot. So, okay. so I always wanted to though. sing. But that was not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, in carnival, you can sing because usually you don't have to have a good voice; you just have to have like energy. Touche. Mm-hmm. So I used to sing in carnival too, but again, my voice was not appropriate for that either. Mm-hmm. Even though you have to have energy, but that voice was killing the energy. Um, after that, I say, you know what? Let me go dabble in this DJ thing. I had a neighbor; he was a DJ, and he started to show me the ropes and thing. And then eventually, I got better than him. Shout outs to Sean Ashton. I just playing. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what they Macho say. The, all kinds of shit. The student actually exceeds the master and thing like that. No, but the man, the man showed me the ropes and thing. Um, so let's say from 16 all the way to around 22 was like my blossoming year as a DJ. I uh, started working in radio in Aruba called Cool FM. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's how it. That's how it started with the whole DJ thing. And so, how old were you when you had your first paid? Um, gig, yeah. Uh, yo, 
um around 16 too um how much was it um the first gig was around 300 guilders in total so if you have to convert that in euros it was like 150 some fuck like that yeah how long you play for I still play it, but no, but I mean like, like, like the, the first set. Oh, oh the set. Um, it was uh, looking back at it, I should have charged a little more. <laughs> um, I played for four hours. Four hours, sixteen year old, hundred fifty euros. That ain't bad, no. Yeah, a good bit of money. Mm. But like, how, you was playing often or like every weekend? Wow. I, the when I when I got into the radio. Like it was exposure for the club too, you know. So mm. it was like beneficial for the club to have me as a DJ because then when I working at the radio, I would be promoting club the party. Oh, you know? Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, they sense. were, I was winning off of them, and they were winning off of me. It was a mutual exchange. Yeah. So. So what kind of music do you specialize in, DJ wise? Any genres? Um. Well, you know, in the Caribbean, especially in Aruba, um, it's so diverse with um different cultures and people. So you don't really know how much what type of people you gonna get in the club, mm. especially in the club where I used to spin at. Um, so I had to like cover a bunch of genres. So when I when we're talking about playing in the Caribbean, mm. um, especially in Aruba, I had to know how to play everything. When it comes to like house to Latin to urban, hip hop, R&B, I house, had to- House big in Aruba? Well, it used to be. There, there was this time period, especially around <coughs> 2010, 2011, mm. where Urban started to die out and house started to take over. But that yeah. was it was it was that ADM period. It was like that period where even hip hop artists were mixing house with rap. Sebast- it was Sebastian never had that. We ever had like a uh, electronic or techno. I mean, it was always it's always there. But to say that it was surpassing urban music and stuff like that, I well, feel like that even, never occurred. But <clears throat> yeah, anytime you go to a tantra, whatever club it was. You would hear at least at some point Sagi wherever. At yeah. some point in the night, you're going to hear some more of the EDM and stuff yeah. like that for the international for the tourists and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. So like we used to it. I mean, but it just never was the main thing to me. Yeah, that's yeah. why I don't think I would. I, I don't know if there's ever if ever was a time at least in our generation. I guess probably least. in Bliss back in the day that was probably the, the more EDM club. I guess from what yeah. I've heard, I never I never went Bliss. But yeah. I went. But I was at Bliss a couple of times. I ain't gonna lie, it was cool. It, it'd be cool, especially especially because Caucasians I, don't I, care. I heard, I heard a lot of um, illegal substances just used to go on in bliss. That, that, that was yeah, but I mean, it's mm-hmm. Martin where illegal substances wasn't consumed. Yeah, but on a different level in bliss, from what I've heard, like yeah, the but that's that just because they happen to be more more, more, like, more Caucasian drugs, and and that's that's <laughs> it was a Caucasian club. It wouldn't say it was like there was like sake, which is like every once in a while you know you have the locals there or Friday mm. and Saturday you know the locals gonna show up or Tantra you know Thursdays and or Tuesday two for Tuesdays and mm. kind of ones you know them I would be up, up in there but anyway um, so what are you doing up here now? yeah now I, I study in international communication and media mm-hmm. um, down there in Utrecht uh, yeah other than that other than studying I also promoting um, my DJ career here in the Netherlands right now and next to that, I'm also a producer. So I produce music videos, commercials, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay, so what, what, what you do so far? Give us, give us a little something of what you do. Uh, well, in terms, of, in terms of um, music videos and commercials. and Yeah, so when I came here, I came here around 2014. And I have a partner of mine, a good partner of mine. He's a director. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also from Aruba. And yeah, we just started working together and he knew, he knew this um, other director named Mike Static. And this director worked with like Acha, 
um, Ronnie Flex and all mm-hmm. these guys them, and we link up with him and we started making music videos with him in the beginning. And then um, yeah, we we yeah something happened, and me and Mario said, okay, you know what, we can technically do this ourselves. So we started doing this ourselves, doing a bunch of music videos. And last year we did like our biggest project was doing a commercial for Unilever. Oh yeah, um, and we had to record that for the branch in Africa, but in the Netherlands during winter time. So that was a little rough because we had to make it look like we were in Africa. What? What? So you do any, a, any particular country? Or just like Unilever Africa, like that. Yeah, we didn't know because it was for the yeah. African branch, so it was Unilever. Like you, I should like if Unilever Europe, mm. and they just handle. True, true. The entirety of Europe, but obviously they have sub branches that, mm-hmm. like, especially okay, Europe. Okay. Yeah. So, so they wanted you to do an African commercial in, in a, a European Dutch country, country. <laughs> during yeah. the winter. During, during the, the winter. winter. Yeah. Interesting. And well, okay. would you say like it came out well? Like you, you found a way to do it, and like how did you go about? Yeah. That? Like, so it's it, like that makes no kind of sense to me. It all depends, like on how you're doing it right because it doesn't mean you have to show like because you have the stereotypical mindset of africa you know like you just have to have a bunch of trees like look making it look very tropical you know but before you go there okay what was the concept of the video yeah okay so the concept was the concept was um (coughs) connecting Mm -hmm. so it it was for a launch for a product like axe you know the axe spray Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but the whole concept was connecting so you're walking down with with your girlfriend or on on the road or down the street mm. and you're like touching each other looking in each other's eyes you know like it's that's that connection mm-hmm. that you have and maybe um you're in a building with like your your girlfriend and her mother and yeah. there's like a bunch of interaction happening but it's that connection that was that was the whole point of the commercial between the girlfriend and the mother and or it's just would... just just the vibe in general like oh, okay. everybody I, connecting with I one think, another i think i go in a little but bit was, too sexual with that thought was connection the slogan or like the motto of the product <laughs> or, or just something the team like itself? that or was it like, it was it was it was the slogan of of the, the product's name <laughs> no 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 it, the product's name was not launched it oh, was okay, okay. it was a teaser for the product uh-huh so it was a commercial that you know is something's coming. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. But are you get that's something that you get paid for self or that was just like uh, uh something for it to like No 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 we got get paid. Name. We're a corporation we got paid. the size got paid. of Unilever, I would hope that yeah. they got I, I mean, I don't know, it could have it could have it could have been something in the deal, like, you know, they're using this as promotion or this because of this free one, Unilever will come to them with like a next one later on or mm. you know, you never know. You never know things can always be arranged. But yeah. at least I get paid for it, which is good. Yeah, usually usually how it works like with music videos, commercials, whatever, like they have a set budget, right? Um and how it works is you have a budget and then they Tell you, tell you, look, we have this um music or whatever this song. Mm-hmm. We need a video for it, and then people start pitching. So it's not just one one group is pitching something. It's like multiple mm-hmm. people are pitching something, and the one they like the most, that's the one they go with. But the thing is, when you pitch in something, you have to be realistic. Like it has to be achievable with the budget that they have. You can go say, look, I have this and I have this, but if you want to do this, you need to put a little bit more on top of the budget. Is that? achievable if not then we only can do this so yeah. that's that's usually how it works but you need to keep in mind that when you're making a music video you need to get paid <laughs> so don't go make a music video and then at the end you ain't getting no money but everybody else is getting paid i would hope so yeah, so that's like kind of back on you was explaining the um how you achieved it how you 
um, replicated Africa in the Netherlands. Yeah, and how, the, how like, you get that done? Uh, well, and, uh, did, did it actually happen? Were you able to do it? Yeah, um, I, I, I think we did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the whole, the whole thing is, it just depends on how you take in the pictures, the angles, and if does it look believable. Like it's not even, it doesn't even have to look like it's in Africa. It just has to have that vibe mm. of African people, you know. How, how um, are you doing with, with with winter jackets on? No, no, no. People were walking with shirts on in the cold, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. yeah. People, yo, the type of jugs people. No, but we have to pay, no, no, no. They got paid. Oh, like that. Oh, you mean paid actors? And yeah, for the paid actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, and they all had African backgrounds, so you know what I mean. It was genuinely African people, are people of African descent. It was all black. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was not. It was not a Caucasian <laughs> production. <laughs> production. No, no, no. You know, it, it it legit looked the part. And you know, like especially in certain urban areas, like you know, like um behind NDSM where they have all mm. these um graffiti and things. Mm, like we all yeah. took some shots over there, so it looked looked pretty urban. I think it looked pretty cool. So it was yeah. more. It was the look was more for being urban, not necessarily African. No, 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 no. Because like that, there was a certain part of it. There were multiple commercial shots at the same time. Okay, but there was one part of the commercial that had that urban vibe to it as well. So it was it. You look at it, you would not think that we filmed it in Amsterdam. Let's say that. Okay, well, I mean that. So what with that concern? Where else with the back to the DJing? Where else you just play here in Amsterdam? You just play in Holland still? Or uh... yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of Holland, like right now, I'm still in the building phase. Like when you leave a country where you have a fan base, and then you come in to another country where no one knows who you are. Stand from scratch all and over And then it's like, it's like you're a baby growing up again, you know? Like, I have to build that fan base again. And I would say that I'm building a fan base, but I haven't reached to the degree that I once was in Aruba. Um, but yeah, I played in Amsterdam. I play in um, Den Haag, uh, Rotterdam. Yeah. You can name some of the clubs that you actually uh, in specific in, places. Yeah, in Den Haag, I played in Club 7 and... Um, Callisto in Rotterdam. Callisto is the, the, the hookah lounge, right? Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, in Rotterdam, boy, I don't even remember the name of the club anymore, dog. It's been I, I, I don't. Know I don't Rotterdam go to Rotterdam that often. Yeah, Sorry I, for my Rotterdam people. That I'm in, Aruba, um, in Rotterdam from Aruba, but y'all got to bring up a, a brother up there more. <laughs> uh, but usually, I think in Amsterdam mostly. But I throw parties here at the student campus. Hmm. And I think that's how I've been building up a fan base on campus. So let me just say this. Every time that we throw a party on campus, that's when the, the campus has the legit most the people coming. Yeah. But does, <laughs> as somebody who lives on campus as well, it's kind of true. Hmm. Well, at least the, the little get-togethers I've seen, well, the parties I've been seeing from <clears throat> the last year I've been there. But is 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 definitely interesting something, the parties that will be there I've heard from what I've heard is they've been better, but it's just that because of management and all that kind of things, it's kind of mm. died down and stuff like that. But me personally, I see the man DJ, the man good. So anybody, if you see, I would recommend. You have any? Actually, speaking of that, you have any like mixtapes or anything out there that people could check and see what it was, how you're doing, check your craft itself. Instead well, of if they can't currently, catch you in the club. currently, um, I took them all down because I'm in a phase of a rebranding. Okay. Um, and something's coming out this month. So currently, you would say there's not really a web presence that you have in terms of like 
if if people were to check any of your social media, they wouldn't see much of your past work and stuff like that. Or no, if you go on if you go on social media, you would you would see um, videos and imagery of my of me Previous doing my thing. Yeah, and stuff. but um, in terms of product, I would say right now no. But that's because I took them all down. I needed to. I needed a rebranding, and I want to focus more on urban. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have that old um, image of myself floating around because that's not who I want to be right now. <laughs> so um, it's not like you're a, you a woman beater and you come back from a whole wow. new thing or a crackhead and you come from, a, you know, you just come out to rehab. And like <laughs> uh, I, 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 I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Justin Bieber had the roast, you know. After, yeah. after he was acting out for all the mirrors, he was asking for forgiveness hey, and saying something. But you know, it's funny, that whole Justin Bieber roast, supposedly that was his entrance into the Illuminati. You ever heard of conspiracy? No. <laughs> No. Yeah, that's, that's I just find that was a little interesting. Okay. But anyway, mm. so apart from the whole DJ thing, one of the main reasons. Oh, God, I want to ask a question. I know you. I think you made me forget it now. Um, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Not really, but you can through. cut the well, it in It's another question, but um, what do you prefer more, like the video editing types of stuff or DJ? That's, that's, uh, that's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. I think it's just in the moment. So when I'm. When when I'm in a phase of creating, hmm. it doesn't really matter um, if it's audio or visual, and they both actually go hand in hand. Like you can't you can't make a video you can't make a video without audio, but they complement each other very well. Hmm. So I don't know. I, I I can't really say. I enjoy both, I, and I think that's why also I'm studying international communication and media right now i'm in a minor of digital audio design Mm -hmm. so now it's more of making audio but it's in combination with visual i don't know i don't know i really don't know i can't choose one or the other i know what i hate go anything imagery just making things in photoshop Oh, like hmm, just right. editing pictures that's, I hear that that's king that's right. one of king specialties there self right <laughs> um it, <laughs> look again sound of mouth okay let me know I, I don't say I hate it but it's it, it the, the the monopoly of it has Monotin? become the monopoly mm. of the the job has become a little a little I don't know I don't like the vibe I used to like it way more let me let me just say mm. that but I, I think I think it the, the, it's it's become more accessible for people, which is a good thing. But at the same time, because it's so accessible, same thing with DJing, like people don't value the the work that goes into it. Like now you have like a lot of people ah, just okay. taking templates and from the internet, a lot of different little apps and things that kind of recreate similar effects or whatever that photo yeah. made. Uh, you had to actually have to know what you was doing to get that before the same time. Now so like kind of like dulling down the skills. So like yeah. you don't really necessarily need to have. I mean, it's, yeah, it's very similar to like what you say with DJs and stuff. Whereas like before, it used to be people with um carrying crates and stuff. Like you would hear all the DJs talking, but I know it's like everybody's got serato or whatever, and they feel that they popping or something. For, like before yeah, there was a lot more investment to show like okay do you really want to do this are you really mm-hmm. invested in it like y- you wouldn't be just be carrying around a box full of crates of vinyls and stuff <laughs> like that in the time when that was how they was DJing and stuff when like the early beginnings of hip hop and stuff type mm-hmm. of vibe like like I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm just saying um I can't it, even it's become that. it's yeah it, it's be- it, it has become too easy which means that it's more accessible which is a good thing but at the same time because it's so accessible some people just don't look at the past and 
don't study the craft like you can't but then, but then you, you can't say you're you're into like you're into something but you then you don't look at the history and see how it started but then that ain't kind of that is not kind of a good thing for people like you for instance you and king who have that experience and y'all could show okay yo you know i just no regular asshole here doing but this I, thing i actually have this proficiency i can do this i can do that you know no. it kind of sets you apart from everybody yeah, else yeah and then that that that's a good thing but i'm just saying like in, in terms of like just globally like mm-hmm. it makes it makes the image of being a dj i see i see it kind of watered down the whole like because now if you see a it's picture everybody could think like, like yeah it's rap. photoshop it's the same thing with rap in some ways like you hear very similar discussions with the introduction of the internet and stuff like that the decentralization democratization of power there's no gatekeepers necessarily everybody can be a rapper because you get a soundcloud for free you upload some music you technically a rapper and stuff and that's what you're seeing there's so many people and people feeling because like the like you were saying the barrier to entry is now so low because mm-hmm. i mean i i fall under that same category because i and i would not have been making music 10, 15 years ago if equipment was still at the prices that they yeah. used to be yeah. and the internet wasn't there to allow me to learn how to record and mix and master and make beats and all of these type of things. So I am in that same category of people that only getting into music are a big part of the reason to get into music is because the barrier to entry was so low, the price of equipment come down, the internet allow you to just YouTube anything and learn it and stuff like that. No, but that, that <clears throat> that's still a little different though. Like there is still not a button that you can press and it will put all of the equip, all the things together for you nicely. So you just press a button and say, "No, I want this and this and this to happen," and the computer makes the song for you. I hear what you say. But saying. when you have That's when true. you have an equipment that takes your BPM and makes sure that everything is always on level, then you just have to keep turning levers mm-hmm. and thing and making some effects. I like I ain't, I ain't seeing. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. I understand exactly where you're coming from. But but again, I'm not hating. Some people still, like, maybe they're lacking that, but then they have the skill of music selection and they still pop in. Hey, because they, may, may they got different, they got different levels. In my for opinion, everybody. I am like I will always say I am like the hardest YouTube DJ ever. Like all I need is Google, <laughs> Google Chrome, a reasonably decent computer that can handle having multiple tabs open and yeah. stuff like that. And then it's slowing down. You need, you yeah, need a lot. You just, just like three, three tabs. Three and tabs. Yo, I killing it. Blacker. <laughs> Make sure I have had black because we want to ask before playing the videos and things. Like, I've done this at multiple when we got nothing, but. I've, I've done that at a few parties too, I ain't gonna lie. I think one of Peanut own self, we, mm-hmm. we was YouTube DJs switching. for a while. I think, yeah. yeah, you probably yeah. switching self. <laughs> Me and you switching. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I, I would I would say the 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 biggest the biggest thing to be in the DJ is the music selection because a lot of people in the crowds don't even care what you're doing with the decks. It's all about honestly. That's the one music. thing. Yeah. That's one thing that I definitely notice here, and I hate it. The fact that there's so many DJs that cannot play that have no idea how to mix a record that like they stop one song and play the next song. I'm like, but and they in the club all the time. But what is you doing behind? Like that's not in my opinion. To me, that's not what the DJ is supposed to do. Like you're supposed to find how I grew up hearing music going to clubs and think most of the DJs in places they know okay this beat and find another similar BPM song or whatever yeah, match see, it up find the chorus or I drop it on the chorus no. or I find an interesting way to blend the two songs in you some way and then start there, the one you playing, just say like, something there that, that kind of I think kind of goes with it you say back in our days growing, growing up don't forget these people who now in the clubs I mean okay cool we still young we, we decently young but they're going to have people there that's like 18, 19, 20 like how they grow up and listen to music is, I would say, almost completely yeah, different to still, how we do it. Yeah, but still, to me, now. if you're a DJ, to me, if you calling yourself a DJ, one of the basic requirements, in my opinion, yes, song selection is important. I agree, 
but to me you're supposed to mix because what is the difference yeah. between me having you up there playing I, I might as well have a playlist if you can't even mix the songs if you create an interesting transition between the two songs what's the difference between you and the playlist I could have select great songs and just have them play one right after the other if you even giving me that like they need supposed to keep the party popping, see like recognize like okay, you know, the crowd doesn't seem to be feeling this song, let me switch it and then mm-hmm. well, then find something to get back the energy in the place, get the energy back up and stuff. Like that that's the thing, but from what from what I've been seeing, just maybe it's just me personally, or maybe it's the places I've been going to itself, but they don't really focus much on the transition between songs. No. It's more it's more like, okay, cool. It's like, all right, we are, we are on this hip-hop R&B thing, cool. We don't stay on this hip-hop R&B thing. Or, we, or if we are on mm. uh, this techno and house thing, we will stay on this for a little while and then maybe find a sound transition mm. in there. But when it comes to the actual, like, in-between songs, it's... it's I, there's no... There's, there's no To me, there's no care for it no more, Jack. Mm. Or there's no attention to detail with that kind of stuff. And I always say, is is how we listen to it and how... Like, we grew up the ending of like scratching and them kind of ones. Hmm. So like it wasn't, ah. it wasn't even when, even when we come up, it was, it was dying down. Jack. So like, DJ yeah. Hey, <laughs> shout out on me. So like, even yeah. with that is like, we, we didn't even, even us who didn't ex, um, experience the, the, I guess the, the peak of it. I mean, I remember my question now. We, <laughs> 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 we can't really expect the younger ones to think it either. You check. And what was your question? My question was, you were saying that you want you going through a rebranding um, period and stuff. Yeah. And you want to go more in an urban direction. And my question is, why <coughs> do you feel the need to rebrand? And like you say, you was kind of um, just specializing in everything. Or you know a little bit of everything yeah. in the Caribbean. Like, why specifically would you want, do you want to more focus on urban music? Um, because I love urban music more. I have more passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, back then it was more a necessity uh-huh, to play okay, everything. Okay. I still listen to everything, but when it comes to spinning on the decks, mm. I love playing urban music more. And keep in mind when I when I'm talking about urban music, I mean I was just urban ask. music, but it, it involves hip hop, R and B, reggaeton. I was just gonna ask dancehall. You, you know, you like it's still it's still it's still a genre. It's 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 a broad genre. So I'm not just Umbrella mixing. Term. Yeah. I'm not just mixing hip hop or R and B. No, I'm, I'm, it's still a most very broad most black music, basically. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Most black I'm, music. What are you really considering as urban? So Afrobeats and all yeah, that mixed yeah. in, like most black music. Yo, when last are you here, Zook Chat? But yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it. that was the answer you no, was expecting. That wasn't really what I was trying to go with it. But okay, okay. Well, let me rephrase that. There. Well, last you here, Zook in a club. Hmm. Uh, last year. My why you was lucky? Where that's you another at? thing um, I don't like about here. The, the specificness of the parties. My, yeah, your little faggot. I mean, your little punk. That's why you went mm. and 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 you think I know you mm. went and you didn't leave us no. But you know how many times I say let's My go bull, summer breeze. Bullshit. My working. Bullshit. I can't go. I can't go half work, but okay. Yeah, it look right. My hard to work. Don't go say I nobody, invite you. Nobody ain't paid me there by Summer Breeze. That's the most Caribbean <laughs> party you're gonna find. Hmm. Like in terms of music, like No man, that ain't true, man. No, no, let, let me let me rephrase that. Like it, if you grew up in like in Aruba, St. Martin, Curacao, Bonaire, like you're accustomed to li- to listening like Latin music. 
mm. urban music. Yeah, like I mean, all over the all over the place. I feel like Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao, they a little more. Yeah, yeah, like y'all right. a little more yeah. on the Latin yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. than us. A lot some, more on the Latin like, stuff. So Saber, um, Stacia, like we a little more similar so, culturally. Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao, more similarly, similar culturally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not true for sure. But uh, summer breeze, like we gonna we gonna throw some. Free promotion in right now, like legit. You stand outside, they have salsa bachata merengue. You go sure inside, by. dance hall, hip hop, R and B, soca. You go upstairs, zook. I ain't even make it upstairs to show you. But there's there's like <laughs> it was a good mix. Of it's a good mix. Yeah, it's, you feel like you're in the Caribbean, dog. And more, most and Caribbean people go there. Yeah, wow. And it's free. That's true that's, true that's true. the most enticing part of the whole day. It's I think free. everybody just become interested. What's this? That free word now. But no, but yeah. you were saying you was king. You were saying that that's one of the things you don't like about up here. The, 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 the specificness yeah. of the parties, like. But yeah, <clears throat> Is like I mean, okay. Most of the time up here is like okay. Tonight is a dancehall night. Tonight is a soca night. Tonight you really you have to look at the way. Versus soca night. Yeah. Today is a Latin night. Like yeah. the way that is like you. This is the music that you're hearing tonight. Is no okay. Some hip hop, some dancehall. You do have that in places. I mean, I can't say there's none of it, but it's not like everywhere on Samaritan was like every club I've went to on Samaritan I mean we used to go to mostly like we I was gonna say well, <laughs> it wasn't all that it wasn't all that it wasn't all that diverse in general but, there's like three clubs <laughs> and in total we go to like two <laughs> either way we got I understand what you say, but there was numerous DJs. There was numerous DJs that played in those two yeah, clubs but on but multiple but different nights, take and, and so they all understand the necessity and the ability to play a little bit of everything. They gonna play some. Some but people that focuses. I mean, we know some people who's like, okay, you're a dancer, was, DJ, exactly. Or you was a this exactly. DJ, but still. In my opinion, to me, there was a lot more variety going out on Simon than there is here. In the like, you can expect to hear okay, there's going to be yeah, a little but, bit of everything. But you don't think that's you don't think that's more because you could expect the same amount of crowd, the same crowd all the time. I mean, like St. Martin. I mean, okay, cool. You might have a little tourist here and there, but me, mm. other than that, you know what you're going to expect. You know who the type of people you're coming inside. Here's somewhere in bigger places like Amsterdam, for example, like. You can't have just to a hip hop club. To me, no that more. to me that's exactly the reason why you should be more like that. Cause like you kind of making my point for me, in my opinion. Like, what do you mean? The fact that it's going to be so diverse, that's why you play a diverse array. No, of but music. I'm saying it's not going to be diverse. Cause you know, who, you know, it's the same people that come in every week. Uh, well, it, yeah. What, you, like you arguing something different than what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like I'm okay, talking about on Saint Martin. <laughs> yeah. is very diverse. Yeah. And I don't understand how the fact that it's the same people means play diverse music. To me, it's like if you're in Holland, if you're in a bigger country where there might be all kinds of people from you know mm. even nowhere and thing. To me, that's even more reason as to why you should play a diverse array of music and play okay, yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that, yeah, little, yeah. because we're going to have people in there from all over the world. Mm. So that's to me, it doesn't make sense. And See, Martin, I can understand, okay, we only going okay, to play okay, yeah, yeah, hip-hop, or we only like, going to play this club. We yeah. know it's a majority black country. The most people, they listen to soca, dancehall, rap. Like, those, I would say, is probably the most listened to genres on St. Martin, I think. But yes. I would, <laughs> like, soca, yeah. dancehall, rap. Yeah. What but, else? Uh, yeah, maybe I mean, some Zook, Latin music and stuff. Zook, I could yeah, understand, yeah, yeah. I could understand, like, for, for certain people, why they would want to have, like, just one genre. At least they know what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're talking about Amsterdam, easier, I guess it's easier to market. I think that's yeah. probably but no, the but reason. But not only that, not like, only that either is. I mean, I think that is one of the main things. But I mean, look, um, I don't know if you ever, or none of you ever check it. Woods, um, they used to have a club in in on Rembrandt playing like 
at least six years ago called Club mm. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Club yeah. Home. Yo, that was my spot. Like, uh, the man used to run, that, you know. used to run dance hall. Even St. Martin never used to run, but <laughs> so like that was my pleasure. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the man just shut down. Why? Because they didn't have enough traffic. Because there was primarily and mainly a hip hop dance hall R and B type something. Mm. And especially up here in Amsterdam, that just ain't gonna fly. Mm. May, so maybe maybe it's necessary to Why? do with more than the location. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think it's that that Why? was the problem. Six years, what, six years ago for sure. White Encore popping, and there's more there's more clubs like because it's DNA and stuff that's known like a yeah, African but, but that's club what, that's what that plays six more. Years, six play years ago, yeah, but not you don't forget only now really. Okay, mm-hmm. when I say now, I mean like in the last like maybe four years, four or five years, it been gotten up like that. When we managed to come up, it was um, Europe and Amsterdam were still strictly on this. EDM techno house thing you know right. I think well, from my, my opinion at least shout, from how sh- I was seen and I went out a lot shout out shout then. out to Waxfiend um, I think this man <laughs> when this man thing, like how is Encore yeah but don't when Jam Rock only no, sat five years ago no? yeah. yeah but Jam Rock older than Encore yeah Jam Rock older than Encore but that was so the only think, that was the only one place no? was I, only think, one I place. think Jam Rock I think Jam Rock is what was the downfall of the club that you were talking about because maybe they, could they be. when they could came, be, they be. took the crowd from could them. Be. And Jam Rock had this this vibe and presence. Could by could you, you possibly could be right? But at the same time, I wasn't really because it was my first. I, w- I was going club home when I was my first year up here, mm-hmm. so I didn't really know much about Jam Rock and them kind of man. Then you know them. It wasn't too experiencing all the Dutch yeah, party no, I was, and yeah, I was going. I mean, no, I know I had not a party scene because mm-hmm. I was in a I was, you know it was an international study. My, my my flat was right there close to the metros, and then these man, the True. international all the international dorms had to pass <coughs> my house in order to reach the metro. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was, I was a lot, out a lot but I was going everywhere we were, I went a lot of places and um, all that only that one place had hip hop and R&B mm. back then and I went out a lot in Amsterdam mm. but, but so that's why I say only now only in the past like 3-4 years 3 maybe not even 3-4 2-3 years hip hop really like inside the club self mm. I find at least or maybe I might know especially you you know what I think you know what I think it is like we can't we can't really say going back to the club you were talking about we can't really say what was going on financially with them. Maybe they were they were actually that running too. good, but there was maybe bad management involved. That it too. could have been there's there's multiple multiple reasons why that well, could happen. So. Every Thursdays was definitely good. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know about the rest of the week, but <laughs> Thursdays was a very good day in that club. So I ain't, I don't know, but now like that I think is a key part in encore success. No, oh. it's one night. Saturday. Yeah, but exactly that's the thing. Encore is one party. You know? Yeah, it's not. The, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily. Because yeah. Melkwek, like, Mel- they just do all kinds of stuff I, inside. I just have to remember that like, sometimes because I don't have to. Be, I have, like Melkwek is a club and Encore is just a party because Melkwek itself got they got techno Tuesdays and all mm-hmm. that kind of. They got a whole bunch of different things, but Encore itself, I even that like I was saying before, Encore itself is only five or five years. The Encore is legit five years. So like mm-hmm. when I was really talking, when I was really going out like that. Well, my first year, they didn't really have a presence, presence like that nowhere. And consistently packed, like, every week or every time I ever am to go Encore. Like, By, I have rarely ever seen them not having a line at Encore. Or, okay, no, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of nights where Encore is a little empty. But it was still, like, the dance floor was still packed, put it mm-hmm. that way. 
when when we mean pack, we when you t- I, I assume when you mean pack, you mean reasonably like sized place all like, like the the, the you know like the Saint mm-hmm. Martin corner like we would yeah. call it you know all that area is covered <laughs> by the wall typical but then when I mean when I mean pack, I mean like it was just a dance floor like the rest of the mm-hmm. like the steps in the back and like around the sides was a, was free you could like you could do cartwheels and backflips and all kind of thing but dance floor was still reasonable you could see it had people True. so I I've seen some nights where it wasn't as thing but. Encore, I I think Encore started it. That's what I think. I think Encore started the more hip hop R and B vibe in Amsterdam. Well, I mean, and arguably <clears throat> in Holland. I don't think there was a specialized hip hop club or night or something no. like that where you consistently find like especially just not hip hop. Yeah. Nah, especially not consistently. I like know Uncle. that like there was more urban music parties or whatever you could go and you would hear some hip hop yeah, if like you go into a, da- a Sokovers dance hall or something or one of those type of things. Even a jam rock sometimes it would hear certain hip hop certain like mm-hmm. not the majority of the night or nothing, but you would hear it now and then. But I feel like Encore was the first thing I was like purely the whole night. We yeah. focusing on hip hop slash a little R and B type of vibe. I think right, I think so as well. And then, like I said, that's why I think that's one of the reasons why probably if you had some people think. that live here that was like from the Netherlands, like just was you know Dutch um, hip hop fans and stuff that was more familiar with the hip hop scene, they probably could. Bye. Tell I feel us like how people will be in the comment stuff. section like, yo, no, that ain't true, that. Yeah. <laughs> we went to this party in this place, though, but, you know. If only we had an audience like that. I wasn't going to stay there, right? <laughs> I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to deter any <laughs> listeners from commenting. If you feel like it, please do so. We appreciate the comments. But I'm just saying, based on our history, is not to say that we have that... That active of an audience. Yeah, we we uh, we have a lot of ghost listeners. Like we we, we value the one comment that we just get every like three videos. Yo, every every criticism, every comment, everything yeah. is is highly appreciated and very much you know um encouraged. But yeah, it ain't we mean like that yet, not yet at least. But back to the interview a little bit. <laughs> what, what what would be um some of your future plans for the DJ and uh like once you finish your study, how do you see um, um, combining everything or yeah, what would you um, like to do? Um, when it, uh, professionally wise, like I would just want to encompass like my studies with my music. Um, I would love to keep making commercials also. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like what I want to do in the future, like my the branding that I was talking about um mm-hmm. half an hour ago, um, that encompasses all that. So my my branding also is going to incorporate my new lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So all that is going to fall under that one brand. Okay, and for those who may not know, <clears throat> like what will be different for the new lifestyle compared to the old lifestyle? So um, last year, I decided to go fully vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is part of my <clears throat> lifestyle, let's say. And I want to promote that. Um, so you've been fully vegan for a year now. Yeah. And that's like no backsliding, no, no, no nothing, slip ups, nothing, no meat, no, meat, no. no cravings, yeah. nothing, nothing. Yeah, man, the man. Okay. As much as we trip on him, he he really been sticking. So, sticking so you just a uh, um, uh, food, a dietary vegan, or more lifestyle in in the sense of you, no letter and stuff no like that. No letter, well. nothing. You know, you know the thing is, um, in the beginning. When I started, it was very much just for health reasons. You know, I wanted to be more healthy. Um, um, 
Let's and go did back. You, we have did, to go did back. Did you go vegan right away? Or did you? Was there like you know you start vegetarian, see how that work out, and then you know kind of. I I um, I'm a weird vegan. I started off with just cutting off milk products, so just mm. milk. So I no cheese. Yeah. No milk. So I went with the hardest thing because mostly when you when you talk with people that want to go vegan or something, the first cheese. sentence you hear is I can stop eating meat and I can stop drinking milk, but I can't stop. Eating that cheese. Um, yeah, kind of cuts out all pastas, pizzas, and like. No, but that's that's not true, my friend. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But um, how, how yeah. you actually start? So, um, we have to go back a little bit. So I was, I always had asthma as a child. Hmm. I've seen the the hospital so many times. I don't, I even want to talk about it. Hmm. Um, but these doctors always told me, yeah, just. Um, take this medicine, you know, when you feel something, just puff it, you know, and your symptoms will go, not go away, but it will subside. Um, yeah, like Did when you think subsided? about it, that, that is that, that is just um, the argument you will always hear. Like you have diabetes. Yeah, just take this pill. It will manage it. Putting a plaster on it instead yeah. of treating the root cause. But <clears throat> I, I wanted to change. Um, I went that two years ago. I had this big attack um, hmm. in Bloomingdale at, at the beach, and I was just fed up, man. I was like, "Yo, I need to change something. I don't want this to happen again." Like, I was. It was also affecting me mentally. I couldn't work good because I'm always um, short of breath, hmm. even in the gym. While I was muscular, I was still struggling, like hmm. just to <clears throat> keep up with pace and thing. I was always weaving everything. I was like, "No, no, this has to change." But I didn't know what the fuck I needed to do to change my situation. So, during that same time period, I went to the doctor and luckily, I ain't, I ain't really tell this story yet, but lucky, luckily this man was vegan. Mm-hmm. And he told me, look, um, I can give you some prescriptions, but to be honest with you, just, just try this, cut off milk and see how that going to affect your health. Um, I didn't follow that. <laughs> so he told me, he told me that, but I didn't follow it like for like six, seven months. Hmm. And what then changed? I got an attack again. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, nah, what's, get yourself, do something. <clears throat> so by the next day, I just cut off milk like that hmm. in two weeks. Switch to almond milk. Or yeah. Like- <clears throat> almond milk. I didn't. I didn't eat no chocolate products. You know, the thing is, chocolate was also my weakness. Milk chocolate. Hmm. I used to eat Snickers every day. See, that's another reason I can't. I, I know. <coughs> yeah, not, me, not, not I can't, but I won't go vegan. That ain't even a problem for me. Like, chocolate. That's a problem. Chocolate don't bother. Chocolate was my, my, pro- my Achilles a, heel. A, chocolate a, and cheese was my Achilles very heel. Big. Cheese for me is real sweet. I mean, you can ask Woods. I'd like, much rather prefer eating some Pringles or whatever than sweets. Like, sweets no, just... I, I used to go to the dentist a lot growing up. Like, I, I still do. Okay? <clears throat> Them Hershey's cookies and cream? I, I can't do it. You mu- yo, it, almost every day in my yeah. room, you must find at least three wrappers. After having things. braces, the amount of time, like, for, during the period of me having braces, as it, like, for the three years or however long it was, the amount that I braces? saw, this was... I think probably from when I was twelve or so, oh, like okay, first one, really like having one to three or something or something, maybe something like that. I had braces, and okay, I had it too. But I don't remember you having it. From that period of time, being the amount that I used to be in the dentist and stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? I ain't trying to do this. I ain't need to be seeing the dentist. Like, I mean, I still go to the dentist up here. I went a while without going to the dentist. Mm. I ain't like just because of, yeah. 
Like, I don't know. I just put it off because it was like nothing was wrong with T. I didn't have no issues and things. Yeah, I was like, you know, I need to go for a cleaning thing. It's been I, some time and stuff. So like, I'm not gonna lie, my I kind of need to step up on my um teeth care because I mean, yeah. supposedly I eat like twice a year. That's like no, the but, recommended amount of the time. Like, at least if you go in every six months, the amount of sugar this man eats. No, but is 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 bad sometimes. But it's it's um, really bad sometimes. Yeah, we, but, yeah, we got off track. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so I cut off milk. And in the first two weeks, <coughs> like I started noticing already a big difference. In two weeks, just cutting off every milk product. But we're not just talking about cheese, chocolate. Like you, you would be shocked when you actually read behind the ingredients and see what all of the stuff that we eat that has milk in it. That you would even look at yourself and pause. Like, why does this have milk in it? No, like. Uh I ain't kind of going shit up here now because my significant other, she doesn't, she doesn't eat any milk at all and stuff like that. So because of that, like, it has me checking the ingredients on products all the time. It's like, if I buy this and it ain't, if only I could eat it and think, then it's like, this a waste of money or whatever yeah. and thing. Yeah. And just like, I've never ordered from Domino's. I never seen a pizza without cheese until recently. Like, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Like, but it is good. I, like, I see that recently Domino's also, actually. Like, it is it's an interesting thing, but, it, but yeah, it's um, dope. It's dope, it's dope pizza sauce and, and vegetables. I yeah. don't understand it. But what, anyway. what, what was the change? <laughs> what, what would you say was the change that you noticed after cutting on the milk? What, what um, was the? You said you the, felt better, yeah, but the, what the, was different? The immediate change I would say in under a month was me being able to breed better. Hmm. I've never been able to breed the way I'm breeding now. Hmm. Usually when I People know me as the guy that always sounds congested. That was just a fact. I always sound like sick. Yeah. Always when people ask me, oh, you have a cold? You know, that was just something that always mm. people would ask me. Um, after that... That actually makes sense, though. Okay, I know, like, people associate milk and stuff like that. It's a very mucus... Like, there's a lot of... I forget, I don't know the proper way to explain it, but milk in general, it's a very mucusy or mucus forming type of thing. And mm -hmm. to be being congested is all that, like mucus, mucus sinus issues. I, I don't know. Me recently, I, I recently tried um, switch over. I think I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago. I recently started doing this almond milk thing. We've been on almond milk, like. So I only only like the past two weeks I really start. Being almond on milk this tastes weird to me now. Like, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I would be able to drink almond milk like that. I, mean, I thought the, I thought the almond milk would actually taste a little funny, but nah. I, if, like if you didn't tell me it's about very almond, yeah, yeah, if you didn't tell me you about know, almond milk, it have you ever had um, hundred percent skim skimmed milk? No, because I think that sounded a little funny to me, so I judged it. <laughs> I judged it just by the name, so I was like, I I ain't so, messing with that. Back in the days, like my grandmother always um, drank like whole milk. And at a certain point, I wasn't going to my grandmother's house anymore. And my mom used to just buy like skim milk. Mm. So I used to drink skim milk with my cornflakes. I never liked drinking pure milk. Like that was not something that I do. But with, with my cornflakes, I would throw milk in it. Okay, wait, quick question. Quick question on the cornflakes thing. Which one first? Yeah, which one first? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How, how did I know you was going in that direction? It, it, de it depends. It depends. The milk the cereal. It depends on what cornflakes you eat in. If it's with hot milk, then you put hot, in the milk I've first. Heard, heard these you put the milk before. first and then the cornflakes. Why? Because the hot milk makes the cornflakes soggy fast. But then the, the, the milk don't make the soggy the, the cornflakes. I mean, soggy fast. Yeah, no, no, no. But you have to. You have heat you, and liquid. Yeah, with that, like it's not just. Okay. It's you not have just, to like. 
eat okay, it fast and then throw some more and then eat it fast so it's not to go. But when it's cold, that's too much. But when it's cold, when it's cold, then you put cornflakes in the milk. Yeah, you should put cornflakes first in the milk. When it's cold, it's supposed, it's cold. It's supposed okay, to okay. be cornflakes and then milk are all you, the time. Are you, are you weird? But Listen, with, with, the hot, with the hot one, like, you, like <laughs> I prefer <laughs> it, but it becomes too soggy. I don't I want my... Exactly. I understand what you're saying, with but me... With cold, with cold... Me, I never, do, I never do the hot milk. Uh, it's like hot I milk used, was something in my childhood. Milk. I used to do, yeah, yeah. Like hot milk was a childhood something thing. I haven't done that in I don't know how many years. At least a decade. I got time to wait for that. It was only with needle milk. Needle milk, that was the only milk I would do the hot thing. Like the powder milk from back in the day like that type of stuff but to me it's only logical to put cereal first otherwise you're wasting milk because like you cannot accurately measure the amount of no. if you put milk first and then cereal <coughs> like what, what happens because, that one time when you, you put, don't have enough milk then you got like but exactly but that's a but that's the problem you check how much check milk, how much you, milk have, you have you pour the cereal and then you pour the milk no, on top so it's properly covered. But then you wasted the cereal because you don't know how much no, milk you have. You never, you never wasted cereal. <laughs> but you never waste the like, milk, you know? Are you five? Like, are but, you not, you not going to finish your cereal? But, you, but how you waste the milk then? I've never had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I have my question then. How you waste the milk if you put the milk? Okay, let me explain my logic with it then. I put, I don't put the milk first because then it is, to me, that is gauge how much I'm really going to eat. Or how much, how much, I, how much cereal I going to eat? Because I, alright, cool. I have this amount of milk. I want this amount of cereal to like balance it. Then cool. I know how much I think it. I, I have an important question. For you. How many times? How many times but have you? Cereal is the key thing you're trying to eat, so you measure around that to me. How, like, how many times have you finished eating cornflakes and you still had some milk in your in your bowl? Never. Never. No, because but I just, I just, I just try to ratio. I drink no, the rest. No, I don't ratio out when I eat it. So like, if I see that my, my cereal to milk ratio kind of going down, you to add more. no, I just drink no more. I just drink a oh, little okay, bit more okay. milk and then try to leave out some cereal when I drink. You know, when I get to the spoonful, I need an equal cereal <laughs> and milk ratio in every spoon. So <laughs> no, I add in my, my cereal first. If I see that the see, cereal done it, but that's why I always add more cereal. No, see that's too much. I want to. One, I just want to prepare it once and that's it. I don't want this thing about adding more milk after or adding more cereal after. Okay, no, to me it's just okay. Yeah. Which which conflict which conflicts did you usually eat? I think that's very that's a very important. By by I had a plethora of them. It yeah. was everything from like corn pops to apple jacks. For some flakes. of them become more soggy or faster than the other. Um, yeah. Smacks. Like, that's that is true too. Like if you had a ham, what was it? Ham, rice krispies. Them things don't last. No, no. Uh, fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. It looks like soup in like three seconds. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to really watch out. Like the cinnamon pop, ones. Corn those pop, those last, last long. Corn pops the, used to last a little long. I think that was yeah. probably like the amount of of of, of chemicals it take. Was but it? They had, they, had, they had frosted flakes, and then you had the cinnamon version of that, and they had, they were selling it. You ever you ever look at corn pops though? realize how shiny it was it's because it was laminated dog. Oh, that's, yeah. what, <laughs> yeah, that's but, why but, it takes so long that, it was exactly, water resistant I was just going to say we wasn't looking at that when we was kids yeah no, I like it, cinnamon just, toast crunch yo, cinnamon toast crunch to me <sighs> was the best cereal cinnamon toast crunch that, cap, no it was um, cinnamon toast Reese's waffle yo, crisp bad. waffle crisp was good shit that too. was a good one too I ain't gonna lie but from time Reese's come out with a cereal that was it I've never cinnamon had that toast, one cinnamon toast crunch that was cinnamon toast was my shit too apple jacks was cool too yeah Smacks was cool. Was cool no, I didn't like Apple Jacks, boy. There was there was false advertisement. Like Smacks is one I was, of my I was waiting ones. for that apple taste. <laughs> it never came, boy. 
But to be honest with you, the, the one I ate the most, which is sad to say, just the original Kellogg's. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it. I have to have a lot of sugar in my. But, yeah. the, but that's in my yeah. Meal. Everybody but that's knows that's thing. how you eat cornflakes. Like, with if sugar? you like hot cornflakes, the that, that's when I used to eat cornflakes. Yeah. Like that, I used to do the same thing. Yeah, can you feel like the a needle milk? At least the powder milk used to give the cornflakes a little more flavor than like those regular milk. And then like I just used to drink two percent milk. I was never, I wasn't a skim milk person. I don't Although, know whatever milk my mother had in the fridge is what I used to drink. I never really used to watch them kind. It was two percent. I just know that that, that was the one that used, used to be in there. Like it was a different color. I remember in um, Grand Marché they used to have the red one I think that was the skim milk and then the, the, the one with the blue carton the or blue the blue label or something had, that was like the 2% one, one. And, but it had the light blue I believe and then like yeah, the dark blue and the dark blue is the 2% the light one was the 1% or low fat or something or whatever other var- var- variation of right. milk they had but what was the 2% for in 2% milk? I think 2% fat 2% fat, fat. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like fat. whole milk is just milk with so it's all fat, like. But it's not just fat. Okay, look, let's 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 demonetize what milk actually is, right? Demonetize. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna leave it. I was gonna leave it. I was gonna. But yeah, so um, like, you know, milk, it. milk, milk is a very weird liquid. I call milk no, no, now that I'm a vegan, I call milk liquid meat. It's legit. Like it has all the same things that meat has in it, but it's white. <laughs> so. So let's let's just go back and talk about milk for a second. Milk is not just <laughs> protein and thing. It's our calcium. It's also pus and blood. That's what they're selling us, but that's what we consume. That's the reason why our, when we drink milk, our body react that way. Question: yeah. Have you you watched the What the Hell documentary? Trust uh, me, you watch, I sure I've, you watch all of them. I've I've I watched sure. it. I've watched this it. This man been trying to yo. I was every week a different video in a group chat about but, yo. I watch this. I choose to remain ignorant. But the thing, is, the thing is, the thing is, like I I, I I did all this before that documentary come out. The documentary mm. come out. It was just like a reinforcement, you know. Mm. But this industry, like this food industry, is so smart and fucking corrupt. Like they they're doing like right now they're in panic mode because there's 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 a trend like there's a trend and they ain't liking it like mm-hmm. even in Albertine right now when you go into the, the Albertine here mm-hmm. the cow milk is all the way at the bottom now no when you walk in you see on top you see Alpro you see almond milk you see soya yeah, milk if if any of you it's interesting it was interesting to watch that change happen though you know like. From, from living here, seeing the way that the Albertine used to be, like, I can't remember yo the the um the vegan product section yo, I was, was so smart. No, mm-hmm. like not, not even talking about the almond milk and stuff, like just the fake meat type of thing. 
Yeah, like it was that, that section. All the way in the bottom. Now is yeah. like a whole shelf yeah, thing they got dedicated yeah. to just fake meat, like compared to a year ago or whatever. Is like and and <laughs> when you look at it, even like when you go into Albertine and you go to get some, like in my case, I get some almond milk. Mm. Sometimes they don't have almond milk. It's yeah, yeah. it's sold out. And then you look in the bottom. I don't no, see that, that, like that, the that, milk section because, is just that's because of the gym. Yeah, the, the gym just buy all the almond milk. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he went no. Like, I'm just yeah. They, they just have like some stash out there. Uh, like, probably. Okay, uh, well, uh, well, then, then that, that makes sense. Well, yeah. if you if you ever run out, you can always go ask. But, <laughs> like, no, but so I usually <laughs> I make sure that I have at least like there's always two cartons yeah, of almond milk. Like if one runs I out, one I out. buy the other one immediately. Yeah, I got, but I just, I just do a lot of French toast and them kind of ones mm. in the morning. So I just use, you know, my almond milk oh. and like protein shakes. And yeah, them I just use almond milk for everything that I used to use milk for. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, 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 I re- I legit replace it for everything. Like if I make I had cereal with it yet though. You're good. I, that yeah. I mean, that's why I just do on a regular. I, I had cereal and I had cereal. That's the only thing I ain't really think about. Yeah, but mostly crisply mostly with, with almond milk. Oh, yeah, 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 yo, give me a book for that. That's my right down the shelf. That's my regular breakfast. Okay, speak, okay, since we're on the more food thing, just throw a little protein powder in that. Like, if you just get the regular crisply and thing, yeah. the normally protein powder have a flavored chocolate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Throw that over it. Your almond milk, you're good to go. I might indulge in that one thing. Healthy breakfast, getting protein, daily protein intake. On the whole food food vibe give us give give the people a little give us give us something a quick a quick vegan meal something something people could think of quick so people could start off quick with oh, if they're trying salad. to get okay look when you talk about when you talk about a vegan breakfast like what i what i eat in the morning it depends on my mood um sometimes i make vegan pancakes um okay, when you look at the ingredients when you look at the ingredient of pancakes take it's milk it's just take out milk and eggs yeah, yeah, you don't need eggs egg. to make hmm? a pancake Huh? And that was it. Take out milk. Yeah, yeah. you don't need you don't need eggs to make a pancake. I make. Banana. I use. Yeah, there's there's so many different things you could make a pancake with. I usually when I when I wake up in the morning, my go to is um, oatmeal. But then I don't make just oatmeal. I make oatmeal with strawberries, apples. Um, I put cinnamon on it. Depends on my mood. There's so many different um toppings you could put on the oatmeal to change the consistency and the taste. Um, and in terms of when I put sh- when I use sugar on it, I don't use regular white sugar because I try not to use processed products anymore. So I try to just stay as whole as possible. Brown sugar. So brown sugar or um. I think that's that would be my um, next small step. Canadian um. Brown sugar. What's it called again? Your syrup. To vegan, maple syrup. It's just healthy. No, I yeah. mean no. I I not I not trying to go vegan. <laughs> I just trying to go do healthier. But yeah, like there's there's like a lot of different products. Like the one the one the one advice I would tell a lot of people is try not to buy like processed foods, like processed anything, not yeah, even processed yeah. vegan products. That's, like, another, look, that's another question I was saying. Was if somebody wanted if somebody would listen to this wanted to hear. That's okay. Wanted to hear, um, not wanted to hear. Wanted to take small steps into be doing this whole vegan thing. What What would you recommend? Be like the first steps. Because obviously you started with cheese, but you were saying before that's some of the hardest things. Started for with milk. Yeah, I mean, started with milk. Started with milk. Like yeah, dairy. Yeah. You started with dairy, but like you had said before, that's one of the hardest ones to start off with. So what would I, you recommend? I would still recommend the same thing that I did. Why? Because cheese. Look, you know, cheese has has a compound in it called queso, morphine, casein. Oh, it's also in milk. Casein mm. I mean, I sounds a lot different. like morphine, right? A little bit. Um, it, it affects the body in the same way, but it's only like let's no, say if morphine if morphine is five grams, 
casein is 0.5 grams. Um, but what casein does is similar to what morphine does in the body. So it's, it's very addictive. Um, and it's also in milk. Look, when, when a calf, a calf drinks milk from, from its mother, they have to make, they have to make, yeah, yeah. Hmm. They have to have something that keeps the cow coming back to the milk. That's the job of the casein. The casein is so like the nic- addictive is, is, property of is the, the milk. Nicotine, is the nicotine in the, in the thing. So that the calf keeps going back to the milk. It's important for the calf to grow. So it knows, yo, this, this is good. I need more. I need more to grow. So that's the casein. But the problem is, usually in milk, the casein is very low in consistency because it's not, fo- it's not concentrated. But cheese is concentrated milk. So the amount of casein in cheese is way higher than the amount of casein in a regular glass of milk. Mm-hmm. So that's why cheese is so addictive, because it has morphine-like properties. I didn't know that. That makes sense. I mean, I didn't know this is similar things about sugar as well. Like <clears throat> sugar being a drug, sugar having addictive mm-hmm. qualities and stuff like that. I mean, I'll, obviously, like, <laughs> it's part of it. Like part of the reason <coughs> people consume so much sugar and all of it is like this part of it is we like it and then the other part mm-hmm. is just this kind of dependency that we don't even necessarily realize is mm-hmm. there because it's in so much products and in all kind of um different names and stuff, whether it's high fructose corn syrup or this other name and mm-hmm. whatever things is all different forms of sugars in some way. And that's why like And that's what you're saying about processed food and stuff like that. The chance of there being all of these type of Addictive extra sugars properties. and stuff. Okay, so now, okay, so cool. So we went back first. Give me, give me a quick lunch and a quick dinner. Um, Something so my go-to, my go-to, like, okay, like I just said, breakfast usually just oatmeal with fruits. Um, when we go to dinner, um, you want skip lunch? No lunch. Oh, when it comes lunch. to lunch, um, it depends. Sometimes I have a salad with beans, or um, just a small wrap. Depends on my mood. Like, there's so much options. Um, it just, doesn't really. Uh, I just saw a, a, a um, video going on on my timeline recently, where there's you know comparison with beef and black beans and showing them all the protein yeah, content and that. stuff I like. Was in, that. I didn't. In, I didn't click on it. In a hundred grams of black beans versus a hundred grams of beef and stuff. All of those things that help show like the more reasons to go vegan and stuff because like you don't have to eat meat to get protein and stuff like they would say and stuff. I mean, there's lots of alternatives, other places where you could get mm. the same protein and from different nuts arguably and even more and different things. I have <clears throat> never met a person in the world like I always get this question right like, yo, you're vegan. Like, how do you get your po- protein? Have you ever met someone in the world that has no protein? Yeah, it's one of the rare. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard someone like they have a protein deficiency? deficiency? Like it's one. It's really one of the rarest things. The amount of like humans, most of us, I would say, we eat more protein daily than we need. Like our daily requirement or the daily amount that we our bodies could actually like process consume and so especially if you in training if you in weightlifting and stuff like that to be causing your muscles to need a little bit extra or whatever for the um the recovery process and stuff if you're just an average person in their daily diet you probably get more than enough protein yeah like the funny thing is like when people eat of of chicken rice like the kind of typical caribbean meal of chicken rice a little vegetable oh i know caribbean people we definitely lacking protein (laughs) the the thing is like the funny thing is like before before people think about going vegan or whatever they never talk about where they get proteins or their vitamins now they're gonna eat plants which keep in mind right 
the strongest animals like on our planet are gorilla elephants and they only eat plants and now you're gonna ask you're going to eat what these animals eat and then you're gonna ask like where you're gonna get your protein from that come on guys I personally, I can't see myself doing it. I and love I, something like a steak and oxtail too much, dog. I understand. I, 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 I love oxtail. Yeah. I did the vegan thing for a while. That's why I know some of the information yeah. that I know in thing. Like, I did it for a while. It just didn't last because to me, it's like, it's literally just as simple as, for me, I, I didn't enjoy the fact that I had to relearn in entirely how to cook certain things. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's, that's, especially when it comes to, like, the type of foods that I like to eat and the things that I personally enjoy is like, okay, so I can't eat this, I can't eat this, I can't eat this. Now I got to find a way to substitute. Like, I tried vegan cheese and that's not real cheese. Maybe there's a different alternative that actually tastes like cheese and would melt and stuff like that not like what the, <laughs> there is, like, there is. There but is. the thing is the thing is like I think especially for me like it's been a year now that I haven't had any cheese or milk products whatsoever mm-hmm. and f- you have to have you have to have that period of letting your palate your 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 taste palate change because mm. once you're at that point then when something kind of tastes like cheese it tastes like cheese but if you if you don't give your your mouth the time to like, I mean your time. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I understand I, what you're saying. But I, I, like, I can't I can't see it's it. It's kind of random, but like because I, I once tried um non fluoride toothpaste. It's the weirdest thing you'll ever do if you ever try it. Baking soda. Yeah, yeah. You never had a, the the just the plain out arm and hammer baking soda toothpaste. Nah. Okay, yeah. That that. Well, those one. Okay, I had it before maybe because my father was a little extra mm. paranoid and that whole fluoride mm. conspiracy thing. So he had like get the whole <laughs> baking soda toothpaste, but it's it's really odd. But for a while, I was concerned about the calcification of my pineal gland and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this fluoride, this non-fluoride having toothpaste, and the taste of it mm-hmm. was is initially so terrible and such a weird transition but after a while of having it it's like yeah, okay this is just what toothpaste yeah. tastes like uh, but that's another thing like i don't know if um if are you ever tried this but it doesn't really work and this is from somebody who had a lot of the pro- those kind of problems because we were talking about um teeth and eating too much sweets and, and stuff thing, like though, that i will say it's a little weird about non-fluoride toothpaste that had me kind of asking like maybe there is something to this calcification or pineal gland or maybe not that specifically but mm. to the whole like is fluoride really good for you thing Listen, not- i just found it weird that the non-fluoridated toothpaste is not on shelves like you you have to ask for it yeah. like you wouldn't even know it exists know that it's an option because like you have we, to ask we, for the people we've been taught that fluoride was supposed to be good and it was and supposed to be and then to say like in certain small yeah. amounts or certain things it helps it's, your teeth and all bad, of these things and whatever no, the amount we put it's it the on market the man like you have to like these these corporations invested so much money in these products right mm-hmm. they want a return in their investment but that's the shit but so, when it comes to like doing studies, like there's you have a bunch of studies that like conflicting studies, like they want confliction, they don't want an accurate, like because they, they don't statement. want they don't, yeah, exactly, they don't want it to be a hundred percent confirmed. They'd be like, okay, yo, it could be this, I, but I maybe it could be this so too. much of that to me is more of is I would say, um, what's more the issue is the bias in research and stuff like that because just because it's scientist doesn't mean it's a hundred percent data, it's hundred percent trustable and thing. Because still, people who are analyzing and coming, trying to like looking at the data, interpreting it, seeing what it is, drawing the conclusion out of that, <coughs> and picking and choosing or uh, deciding what 
maybe to present and thing and people have biases depending on let's say i'm a, a dentist or whatever and i'm doing certain research regarding teeth health and stuff like that but i'm being paid by certain people and thing like depending on mm-hmm. who it is paying you to fund this research that you're going out you know it may not be the yeah, most trustworthy yeah. thing i i don't know but it's with, with that whole thing is is re- especially with the vegan and the, or the whole floor i think is you really you have to have that willpower because like we, we, we can get accustomed to anything like when you see envi- environmental studies published by exxon mobile and yeah, all of these yeah. oil companies it's, and it stuff is like really yeah it has to be disregarded <laughs> but that's why they, they they're publishing it because they know look the oil they know the outcome. They it's know like the you... outcome of what that study is going to be. So they they're making sure that what that they outcome a, is is a, a good to, yeah, yeah it's a good outcome for their bottom line. I don't know, but it's, um, it's, it's, it's you could get and it's re- I don't know. I really find it's willpower. Because like I was saying before previously, the whole thing with with, with um eating too much sweets and and um for instance cavities. If you use raw um 100% coconut oil hmm. before you brush your teeth. Um, just as like to rinse for maybe like ten minutes, like it is coming like a jelly type something. Mm. If you leave that melt in your mouth before you brush your teeth, it is take out and like rinse your mouth and things like that. It is take out the bacteria which the cause um the cavities. Mm-hmm. So if you use that, it does help. But I mean, at the beginning, like I had to, my mother tell me about it. I was um avoiding it for a while. They want to do it because yeah, you know, I didn't want those things. Yeah, well, my mother know, you know, you know, mm-hmm. one of those kind of things. But then actually, the pain was so bad. I was like, screw it. Anything, anything could help, and it actually worked. But why I bring that up is because the first couple of times I had that thing in my mouth, it was like, yo, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And I go to like ten seconds, and I would almost feel like I want to vomit. Mm-hmm. But like after do, after doing like actually pushing through, like yo, no, I need to do this. I have to do it. This is actually good for me. Then after now, it's like what like is is normal. Like well, what was bitching yeah. about? You have to I, when it comes to be. I think is. From the whole veganism and then back to the whole thing, you like with you and the whole Florian and toupees, you have to push yourself through that beginning phase, beginning phase, beginning phase, for it to be to for it to become normal. But, but it's not to say it won't, be, but won't ever happen. As a though, or another thing as to uh, that kind of hindered me from keeping or sticking with it is like, why am I doing this? Like, what is your real reason? Because I feel like was it me, not was it not because of your penal gland? That was the fluoride. No, that was fluoride. Stuff. Oh, so okay, after a while, I realized, you know, I'm not worried about this nonsense. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if my pineal gland exists or what's going on with it. I mean, it would be fun if it was real and I could do all the stuff that people say the pineal gland is supposed to help and be responsible for with ESP and all kind of different extra sen- and like extra awareness. Like, yeah, we never really know. But I've, 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 but, I've never I've heard had, of this topic, but <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this problem. Like, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that problem. Man. This is non problems that I am looking to be first too extra problem. stuff about. Like, not even first world no more. That's like first spiritual. Uh, I mean, if you happen to be looking into the third eye and all of where it come from, like you might come across that stuff, that the concept in yoga and certain meditation and so what they talk about kundalini energy and chakras and all of these mm-hmm. things and like. During looking into all of these things and me being really um interested in the topics and concepts and stuff like that, that was my reason for doing it. Then I realized like I'm just being super extra about stuff, and I'm like, you know <laughs> what? Least... I'll just buy my regular toothpaste where I don't need to ask and go behind the counter and stuff to get it. I can just pick it up. But, you, all but I want. you see, that's that's another like, thing. I think that's another problem people have with the whole veganism is because 
they either too lazy to go and search for the actual knowledge or like where to go buy the replacements. Or and that was another thing too at the time. Like there was one place I was selling the vegan cheese, exactly. and I was like, I'm not making this journey to this one shop to find this place. Like at the time, it may probably might have been some others or whatever, but. When I was doing it, I was like, I'm not going to ever come back to this store. Like, the trip that I had to get there, I'm like, this is so out of my way. You know, the thing is, like, for me, like, my my journey into becoming vegan, it was just fun for me. Like, it was not, there was not one time for me to, like, shit, I can't eat this. It was like, no, I want to eat this. Okay, how can I make this? That was that was my whole like I love cooking like that's my my favorite yeah, activity. Very clear distinction oh, yeah, yeah. between you and yeah. me right there. Yeah, I love cooking. So for I'm me, fine with eating the same thing every day for quite. If I figure okay, I like these meals. This yeah, is what I stick to. I simple, like, yeah, I simple. So like, person, yes, yeah. like yesterday I made um, chili bean chili. Usually I would throw like back in the day I would throw some pigtail or something like that. Mm. But I made the same thing. It tastes exactly the same. But now instead of instead of throwing pigtails, what I do is I buy um aubergine, hmm. cut it up, eggplant. Yeah, throw uh, a decent amount of salt on top of it with some um see like, like eggplant maple eggplant. syrup on it. Throw that in the oven. It caramelizes and becomes hard, and it <laughs> gets like that sweet salty flavor of the pigtail. I recently saw. A video where that they was making bacon. They was making bacon out of like a similar kind of process of what you described. I don't remember if it was eggplant, but like some process of like they cut it into strips and thing and um, put something over it, put it in the oven and thing, and it basically was supposedly to be like an alternative to bacon type of thing. But there's lots of those things I see them, and to me it's like, yo, this is too much work for food. I know <laughs> if I, I, I know. It's not there's, there's, but, that, but that is that is that is like. Like you say, you have it's reprogramming easy... all of your daily habits. And that's, for that's example, what, it is. what do you stock in your house? Like, the, the, I feel like that's where it starts. The type of things that you're accustomed to just putting in your house when you go grocery, the things that you pick, would pick up and buy just to restock without even thinking about, like, God, as many times I know my house empty and I don't even, not even think about, okay, what does my house need or whatever. I'm not thinking about, okay, what's the new things that I can try out? It's like, I know chicken, I know rice, I know vegetables. You know, the I combine easy, the, tr- the three of them and I have a meal. The, e- the easiest, like, like, if you want to be, um, let's call this lazy vegan, hmm. the easiest things you need to just buy off the stores, like, just to, that's so you know you have, like, the main things in your house. Beans, rice, legumes. Um, wait, wait, legumes is what? Another type of bean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, have those at home. Can't me legumes is like the species. Yeah, it's like the whole umbrella term yeah, yeah, of for beans. beans and peas and all yeah. of those type of things. Oh, okay, oh, okay, so okay, 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 okay. Just okay. if you have that already in your house, like just make sure you have that. And let's say you want to have some lettuce, you just say, okay, today I'm having lettuce. I'm buying a bag of lettuce. Mm. Um, just right. to add into the experience, like you want curry, you just buy potatoes, like with curry powder. Like... You make curry. Po- potato curry like hmm. it's it's that's like the easiest way like if you want to have like more um diverse diverse variety variety or just something more um technical in hmm. terms of food making something more technical then you're going to have to put a little bit more time into it like it's that's that's with anything like if you're making that's, pasta sauce from scratch that is the one thing i do definitely need to get up on is um vegan lasagna I like I had vegetarian lasagna that was good, but I want vegan lasagna because I, I, I love lasagna. It's been a minute since I had lasagna, and I just ain't make it in a while because I feel like I usually would rather do that if there's two people eating. And you know, since the young lady can't eat it, I'm like, 
Or you could just ain't try, no point in me buying a lasagna. You could just, I'm you, making lasagna. Do lasagna. Yeah, you can say, like you said, a vegan, vegan lasagna. That's why I'm looking the for vegan yeah. lasagna. That makes it. No, okay. But, but I mean, cheese that melts. Right? Before, before. <laughs> I go, yeah, I we go, had hook, I go hook you up with that. Hey, we, we got to connect. We gotta, we gotta, yeah, we got a vegan connect now. <laughs> but before, before we wrap up, um, because you know we've been going here for for yeah. hour and fifteen minutes now. Well, being that this is the link up, and we like to put things more on a Caribbean perspective. Well, how you see veganism in the Caribbean? You, um, you, especially you being from Aruba, and you know. So let's talk about Aruba for a second. In Aruba right now, um, Aruba has been has had this trend of going very like wanting to be more healthy. Mm-hmm. They even build a park specialized so that people like. People in their thirties and forties, even younger people, but it was aimed towards the older generation to run and be more healthier. Like, mm. like that's the trend in Aruba right now. Uh-huh. Um, right now, the only vegan place I can think of that just opened recently was this plant-based pizzeria. So they have a pizzeria that has the cheese that melts and all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Something for you, King. They yeah, got they got some, melting some cheese, okay? But it's it's all plant based. Um, and in in um um, the only thing the only thing about the Caribbean in general is like it depends on where you, where you're getting your fruits from, your fruits and vegetables from. Mm-hmm. Um, will decide how easy or hard it is to become vegan. Like in Aruba right now, vegetables are kind of expensive. I don't know how how the vibe is. Same, same, same. We have to you have to import them. Yeah, yeah, but that's a Caribbean thing in general. Yeah, but see, but as I was saying, you, do you see because of the fact that we don't necessarily? I mean, according to me, most of the Caribbean islands they don't necessarily produce something or plant. Maybe the bigger Some ones like like Antigua, like yeah, Antigua, yeah, the big or ones. Like if you the you got Dominica, Dominica. I remember last time I was there. Okay, was yeah, many Dom- many years ago, it was yeah. like just rows and rows of bananas. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Like the bigger ones, Dominica, them them ones. I mean, I know Jamaica just do like sugar canes and them kind of ones too. But I mean, like not necessarily on a big scale. So like. Seeing that we we just have to import most of our vegetables and most of like the vegan, is it quote unquote like vegan thing? Yeah, yeah. But is it, how how do you see that going? Will it continue? Do you say the thinking going to continue? Yeah, the, like the like the trend, like it's it's already. I'm looking at it like let's say 50 years from now, I feel like it's going to be the majority. This is what's going. This is what I think is going to happen. This is my hypothesis. Um, one more time, you what? Hypothesis. <laughs> You know what the man is saying. You know, the, you know what the man is trying to say. Hypothesis. I said it good now. Hypothesis, But this man. Ridiculous. So unprofessional. Hey. What is your hypothesis? Don't worry about this guy. Uh, what gonna happen is like children. Like if you if you take a kid, right? No. Uh, a three-year-old or four-year-old. You put you oh, put a chicken or you put an apple. In 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 the in the pen, <coughs> where, the, where, the, where the child is laying, he's most likely going to eat the apple and play with the chicken. He ain't gonna kill the chicken and eat the chicken. That's a fact. But you see, but that's the thing. No, but but what I want to try to say is, um, what's going to happen in terms of food knowledge, the our kids and the future generations that are going to be growing up, this won't be ambiguous anymore. It won't be like we we growing up we had no idea where our food came from. We just know we had food and we eating the food. Yeah, but what I think okay, is going to happen is there's going to be a newer generation growing up, especially with the parents them growing up right now. Yeah. The newer generation and it's going to be legislation in schools telling people yo you have to educate your kids about food. You cannot 
not educate your food, your kids about food. I know there's definitely steps being taken towards yeah. that type of thing in different ways. Not necessarily that like okay, you have to educate them about food, but at least making sure that in schools and stuff like yeah. that, they don't um, get vending machines have yeah. um, more healthier options. Yeah, but not I, just a bunch of sugary sodas. Like, but I think he definitely we have man a, growing uh, up on Buster. I mean, Buster, yeah, like a Buster and some Buster and some reg- Yeah, like. like but we were also drinking none but sodas. That's yeah, the regular thing. And we were also being taught, like, like right now, it's especially if this is happening in the states, hmm. that meaning it's gonna happen everywhere. They can't right now. They can't say egg is healthy anymore. They're not allowed to. Carcinogens. It's carcinogen. It's carcinogen. Yeah. And and, you and know, chicken for, is for those of us who who didn't pay attention. Cancer causing. Ah, there you go. It's a cancer causing. They yeah. found that. There you go. Different things in um just like bacon. The the WHO. I do. I think last year it was. I believe. I maybe the, the year before. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the World Health Organization. <laughs> yeah. They decided. They decided that bacon was a carcinogen. Pronouncing a word. Um no, but yeah man, like there's there was a lot of information I wish I knew when I was younger. Because hmm. I think that would have especially if you're suffering from asthma or if you have some some type of disease, like that information is good to know beforehand. Like we we growing we were growing up. Like, a lot of people don't know, like, what the cause of heart attack is, yeah. Everybody's, like, you're predisposed. You're genetically predisposed of having a heart attack. What the hell was that? I have no uh, idea. All right. <laughs> all right. Some strange sounds. Why is it coming from I somewhere? Wonder, I wonder if that was an indication that we're going too long. Because that's that the first time we ever hear that. And I don't that know was, where it comes from. That was from nobody phone. Nobody phone light up nothing. No, no. No, but... But I think legit, like it's going to like it. There's there's this trend. This trend is it's slowly happening. I mean, if I can convince my mother to go vegan, and she's Surinamese and she only like, know about eating meat and chicken and pom and all this kind of fuck. Like, I will say I had a little bit of advantage with us concerned because like my mother, she was always super health conscious. Like in my family, like diabetes and things, something that run in my family, and my grandfather had it. So from that, like my mother was always like, yo, I ain't trying to get this. I ain't, I stay far from mm-hmm. this. So she was always super like health conscious. No, but I, I definitely... She would buy brown bread and buy white bread just for <laughs> us because we'd be like, at the time, I don't want what, them with right? the, Why these nuts on the bread? Like... <laughs> That, that was my opinion and thing and like white sugar for me and my brother and thing and she would be eating brown yeah. sugar basmati yeah. rice was always in those versus regular just white it's rice it's legit at age but like, you see he was at the age that you know all bodies could have take all that kind of crap yeah. and, and, and not suffer from it and that's, that's mean, a lot of things still kind of little foundation for me so for me eating yeah. healthy was like a natural thing because I see my mother do it every day basically like the type of my mother would never eat the same food that we would eat no, morning she wake up like you she would eat like you like you would wake up and have some oats and thing with some different fruits and things my mother really like, i'm gonna lie my mother really really tried my mother really tried <laughs> with me like it was she was more she was more successful with like my older brothers mm. and sisters she really tried with me but i was so so picky with eating that it just used to be to a point my mother just to give me what i wanted just to shut me up or at least just to get me to eat because it was that bad mm. i would legit even like what vegetables and stuff like that you ever mm. had you never had you know those children that used to have to like sit on the table and for like that wasn't hours me. Like, that vegetables, was me vegetables that like, was me okay that, I, that was me with certain i things. used to pay my cousin to eat my vegetables i'll show you <laughs> I, yo, I used, I, used to, I used to have my 
I used to have my little side hustles in her in like in middle school, high school, like yeah, but you know, I sell candies to, like in school and I'm kind of one from the Chinese shop. But that same profit I get it, I used to save up like uh, at least five dollars a week put aside. And use that as my bribery money. Hmm. So when my cousin come over, that, vegetable, that a vegetable yeah. budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that a vegetable be like, yo, look a dollar. Look. You Take hold that broccoli there for me. Now. Ironically, <laughs> you were, you were paying so that your cousin gets healthier. <laughs> that. <laughs> that's yo, that's a, that's, be, a, that's yo, a smooth I business for you. I used to be by that table for hours just because my mother was like you're not leaving from there until you eat everything and mine, I eat everything else. Rice gone, meat gone. I got a small like. One eighteenth of a plate of, of of beans and 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 oh god Brussels sprouts Jesus Christ okay man I, I love them things, them things I with love a Brussels passion sprouts, with a passion I don't and know if I just stopped stop making it I don't know if I've ever tasted Brussels sprouts Brussels sprouts that was not you, something you, you in my household you've had um my my nasty I think you were younger. You younger, your palate changes when you grow up. Big man, up to this day, but sprout the eggplant, them two things you're not going to get me to eat. No, I am sorry. I don't care how you make it. I don't care who make it. It could be God himself. Okay, maybe maybe I went a little too far with that one. But if I can say no for my mother making it, I will will see no way how anybody else could get me to eat that. Hmm. But that's just me being stubborn and ignorant. I, I admit that. But I just don't like. The, I don't <laughs> like the taste and the texture of them things. Just. You see, I, that, that's, I just, how, I, that's how I feel about fish. Like, but then they got different types of fish. They don't have no, different types of no, fish. No, no. <laughs> they are the same. No, that. Yeah, no, that. Yeah. They got different types of fish. No, that. They don't they have different types of muscles, bro. Which fish does not smell Mac terrible? Fish. Yeah, all fish. Which like fish does not fish. smell terrible and look because the way it look on the plate? <laughs> My problem Bro. with fish was how is that it look too much like what it is? Like, <laughs> if I eat this, chicken breast doesn't look like chicken. Chicken you, breast, chicken breast just looks like meat. Because yeah. not, you're, eating, you're eating a whole, you're eating a whole chicken. My with point, fish, you most of the time eating no, a whole thing. Even, even when you, even, no, even when you eat the whole chicken. I never chicken. understood how this, how, how does looking at a fried fish, how is that appetizing? Mm. Like, anytime I would see people got a fried fish on a plate, I'd be like, yo, this is so good. I'm talking about yo, jacks and different yo, things. You, you know, never you know, went inside yeah. and had a good fried fish? No, because you know, it smelled terrible. You know what always used to even get me? Even after it cooked cake? It smell worse than sometimes. What the you hell? Know, you know what always used to get me? It's like when they just take the whole fish and they just plop it in oil. Yeah. And then you just see like the fish just looking at the you like, yo, bro, like, are you going to okay, eat Okay, no, that, that's, that's a little ridiculous. But I mean, if you cut it, you clean it, you scale it. It still look like fish. If it's a fish fillet. But why, why it look, want uh, it to look like chicken? Yes. No, 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 no. No, no, no. In the same when, way, like for me with frog legs, when for you example. Look, when you, you look at frog legs on a plate, I've never eaten it like really, like, but I've seen what it looks like and it looks too much like a frog's legs. <laughs> like, I could literally... But what, but could, what else do you want it to be? If I'm, if I'm eating my meat, I want to be fooled into not realizing <laughs> that this actually <laughs> came from an animal. Look, look, I don't want even, even, even when you eat a whole chicken, right? You look at a whole chicken and you look at a chicken. Does the whole chicken, the, the the fried chicken, the whole fried chicken look like a chicken? No, no. Well, a, f- a fried a fried fish. You think it looks the same? It still look like a fucking fish. Cause it's a fish. Yeah, but but the chicken look like a chicken. No, no, no. The chicken, the chicken look like a chicken without a head and without feathers. Oh, listen, exactly. Chicken. But it's a chicken still. Listen, fool me. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I want a little. <laughs> I want a little more deception <laughs> in my food. <laughs> 
I don't believe I hear in this I don't want to just be able to stare at the plate <laughs> and tell, okay, this is clearly a fish. And like, so you no. don't want to know what you're eating? No. Like, you know what? Shrimp look a little more, it's a process. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to see certain people, the types of shrimp, certain people eat our prawns or whatever. Like, be like, yo, that look too alive. Yeah. Why are you eating that? Like the, like like the shrimps with all the tentacles still yeah. on the side and thing. Man. I don't understand that. <laughs> it looked like it could move any moment. Are you weird, but I think that's, that's weird, why it's also, it was also very easy for me to go vegan, though. I, okay, maybe maybe because my my parents and like not my parents, my mother and and my because of my um sister and their brother, their parents, they help. Their father is like a big chef, and he always mm. in the kitchen doing like different experiments with different things. Maybe mm. that's why I get more little cousin to like fish and those kind of ones. Even though yeah. I can't eat shellfish, so I kind of miss the I'm whole just, portion. I'm there. just a, a rare person when it comes to Caribbean people because you don't find many people in the Caribbean that don't. I I. I I don't know any, but... Um, I can't... Ju- I, when it comes to that, I can't judge you too much. I never had a whole mango. What? What? Yeah. Like, I never I never take wow. a mango from a tree and eat a mango. Wow. You eat mango? No. You never eat mango before? Well, wow. I probably had, like... When a I was mango sm- shake? When I was small, I, like, my mother probably made me eat one. But, like, me as a per, like, as my own individual that has, like, my own train of thought and stuff like that, I've never actually eaten, like, a whole mango. <laughs> wow. Do you have mango juice? Like I know a mango no, tastes no, like to, yeah, to, I know I'm, I'm, I know a mango tastes like I'm but shocked. I've, I've never I've never had like a whole yeah. like like a whole like that, like that part of the Caribbean like typical Caribbean experience I never had either so I can't really judge it too much the whole fish like your reaction to him never eating a mango is like how I'd react to that girl who was like you know I don't know what Superman is I've never heard of Superman and I was just like really that's like <laughs> Is that possible? Like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Like, I, I feel like fish make a little more sense than mango. You've, but you've like, seen mango, right? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, I have to. I have to know where the baseline <laughs> is. <laughs> I have to know where the baseline yes, is. Dog. I know what a mango looks like. Oh, I, okay. I, 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 I even know what it tastes like. I've had stuff with mango in it. I just never had a, a whole, whole mango. mango. Oh, okay, I've never had. A, according to my knowledge, I never had watermelon either. Hmm. That's okay. even weirder. Like I've never, I again, me, I've my own sound mind and body. I've never said yeah, but you know, I going to try watermelon. Like, Bye. okay, okay, I, I can't say none. Yeah. I don't eat fish. I, like, I can't <laughs> say none. Yeah, I, I, I can say a lot actually, but I, boy. I like fruits, fruits and, and vegetables was obviously never really my thing growing up. So I, mean, I, I can't. You know, again, I you can't know the judge mango you. thing is more understandable than the watermelon. If you if you started with you've never had no, a watermelon before, no. I would have reacted way. No, 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 no. You don't want to know why. You don't want to know. Especially, I mean, obviously. Thing. Watermelon think, don't grow in the Caribbean. Yeah, I, like was, that. I was just going to say that exactly. No, 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 like everybody on Martin, uh, many people have a mango tree in the yeah, backyard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so that. that that's a bit. That's where it especially become where more, you live. The, yeah, the, the exactly. yard right like, next to you on SM. Next, to, uh, yeah, not a mango was falling in your in your yard, <laughs> and that's my aunt house. So I mean, it's not uh, it's not to say it was a shortage or I didn't have access to it. I just playing out, just didn't like like the whole mess, and I don't know. You know, I, you know why? You know why I think it's just not me. Watermelons are so associated with the Caribbean. It's no, because many is so with black people, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm okay, cool. Yeah, but yeah, black most people. I mean, like we we tend to differentiate ourselves. Mm-hmm. With but with the thing is, people. like watermelons are so refreshing. Like if you want something to quench your thirst, like I hear, you could I legit hear just people. eat watermelon. It's an interesting, it's an interesting food because like it's a I, snack. It has a little flavor, and, it and exactly what you're saying, like yeah. you get 
hydrated yeah, and stuff. I, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it. I just, I just personally never had like, well, boy, I need me go buy water, but I don't know, mango, the ninja, no, I, I never had that inclination. So it's like, yeah, usually when he goes to the store, he buys Hershey's. Yeah, that's that. I mean, everybody got a fix. Yo, you know, usually that's... you just take one chocolate, right? <laughs> yeah. This man goes into the counter like this whole section of Hershey's. When it, when it's when it's done, it's because of him. He just takes. He takes like five, six packets. No, he, he exaggerated. No, and it, and it take like three at a time. And it, take, and it legit take three at a time. Why? It just, it just so why? happened that. Why? Why? Why do you, why, why why you, you taking three at a time? Because it's only 99 euros. I mean, 99 US cents. That's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> you buy the golden chocolate bars. Like and look, and look, the yeah, look for the golden ticket. Yeah, no, no but this man, I think he just finishes three packs a day. It's like it's like not his a, not a, of not a day, but every like two days or three days, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. it's bad, but it's not that bad. He exaggerated. It's uh, bad. Well, you know, but from my perspective, <laughs> the way I see him eat sweets, <laughs> I think maybe when I see him eating sweets, he's in his like low sugar period and he needs to bulk up. Because sometimes this man just pull him chocolate out of his pockets. Like, do you have some more chocolate? Yeah, it's, it's, but I, I've, I've, I've had occasions where it's been a little bit ridiculous. But, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. I, 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 I don't get it. I ain't doing drugs. I ain't, I ain't I killing people. You know, everybody have their, their vice. You I know? mean, you're doing casein, though. I just don't get the sweet yeah, thing. But I just don't, I just don't <laughs> man, you just, you just had to go and bring that to a whole different something. Jesus Christ. Uh, but... In, with that being said again you know we appreciate everybody um sticking to this extra long episode but you know i feel like it was a little bit informative so you know we, like it, we it wasn't just know, we didn't even know a proper job of plugging this young man no but i mean we still giving him a chance you know well, well, what's the next upcoming thing that you have dj wise like what's the are there any upcoming gigs um right now the only or? the only thing scheduled i can't really talk about it yet but um if y'all heard about um, Aruba Day on the twenty mm-hmm. fifth of March, mm-hmm. there's something Denark big coming up in the yeah. Fe- yeah, big festival, man. Oh god. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, that, so that coming up? That's September, November. No, it's no, March. 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 Oh, wow. How are you? Wow. Yeah, no, I think it's a man's day. Yeah, I think it's a man's day. I can understand. Different island. I can understand. This our really first Aruba we had on the show, so I don't know. You're not accustomed to it. So that that that's the big thing coming up right now. There's also a party in the campus coming up, but I can't. Talk about that. I going yeah. to you okay, know okay. when when those details come out, I going to leave it be known yeah. a little bit more. Thing. But the thing um, is also the branding come is coming out, so everything is coming out by the end of this month. So, like, yeah, I can't really talk about it yet. It would we be it have, would be sacrilegious to talk about when, it right now. Oh god! And no, if, if people no. want to hit you up, for, yeah, that, that uh, would if people want to hit you up for a video or something like. Or for parties or wherever they met you, where, where just, they can find you. Just, just go on my up. Instagram, Joel. N Woods It's just Joel N Woods How you or spell Joel? There's numerous ways To spell Joel People yeah. might be confused The Bible way J-O-E-L Okay then Okay That's English E For all my Dutch people Listening yeah. All the Dutch people Listening This is English We, we, we spell it in English This is not I This is E yeah. You know Just, just put it out there um, Yeah man Just go on Instagram That's where most of the people Follow me That's where my Promotions them come out most of the time. Okay then, and I had a personal question. I was just so how much you, you if I wanted you to shoot a video clip, huh? How much the price are? Like, what's the range? Generally it, speaking, it, it it depends. It's a it depends on the budget. How much work the? How much work it is for you? It 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 depends on the budget. Like if if you come in if you come in with a thousand euros and tell me you want to do a music video, I'm gonna tell you yo that thousand euros gonna cover just the camera. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you you need to have at least like four thousand yeah, for I, everything. If I you want a good mm, music video, so you shouldn't proper. You shouldn't yeah, no, quality I, production. I know the fellow he does. I know the cameraman. Let's call him now. Who he does thing with and is like the 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 hardware they're using for sure is legit. Yeah. It's like, like legit the, the quali- professional the quality. The quality you're getting, yeah. the quality you're getting is really it's it's. Like I think it, the, it the, matches the camera this man using is like a thirty five thousand dollar camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like so it's, yeah, it's it by I I don't know the terms and all that kind of thing, but I just know there's normally like there's industry standard in Hollywood production and yeah. like different it's, it's dragons, very, different Yeah, it's very high thing. equipment. So um I'd like, like even 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 four thousand is low is low blowing it actually. Mm. Low, low budget. Low yeah. Mm. But Should I, I mean you need to have a, a, a appropriate budget to get a a good content like yeah, you can so come, if you come with something small then we go rent something small to do something yeah, small in other words mm-hmm. you get way pay for yeah true, okay true. anyway so mainly Instagram they can find you yeah that's where I I'm usually at I don't really go on Facebook anymore I feel like mm-hmm. Facebook's dying anyway um, in terms of in, ter- in terms of promotions with pages I think it's become too too crowded Instagram you could be a little bit more personal I like mm-hmm. that Shut up, and then also like, and that's another thing, yeah. and then unnecessary stuff. Um, yeah. So with, with, with that being said, again, you know, we like to thank the homie Woods for coming through, um, and we like to thank everybody else for sticking to us again. With I mean, sticking with us yes, for through this this, this extra long episode. But like we said before, it feels a little bit informative. You know, we get some nice veganism. Yeah, we, they didn't want they didn't want to end the conversation too soon before we actually yeah, learn something. Yeah. So um, again. If you leave, if you like the episode, you know, again, like always, leave us know what you think. Give us a comment. Hit hit us up personally by our individual social, um, media social medias, or hit us hit us up on the link book Facebook. Um, the link up in the link book. The link up Facebook <laughs> and the link up um Instagram. If you have anybody else you like us to interview or have a conversation with, let us know again either personally or via the link up social media. Um, and topics you would like, same thing. Hit us up. And yeah, with that, we'll see you the next time we link up. <laughs> Blessings. None. No.